Put Peter Navarro in leg irons for simply doing his constitutional duty. Now they want to put Peter in prison for standing up for Donald Trump. Please go to Amazon right now and order Taking Back Trump's America to help fund Peter's legal defense. Taking Back Trump's America provides a critical MAGA blueprint to put Trump back in the White House in 2024. Buy Taking Back Trump's America on Amazon today. If they can put Peter Navarro in prison, they can come for all of us. China. The Chinese have made it clear that if Taiwan were to declare its independence now, they would go to war against Taiwan, even though they fully understand that that would have major negative economic consequences for Beijing. They understand that, but they would go to war anyway. Here, Ashley Tellis clinically explains how any explicit Taiwan move towards independence could inexorably draw China and the United States into direct conflict and possibly all-out war. If China faces the prospect of a Taiwan that appears to be going independent, China will do its best to suppress Taiwanese military capabilities in order to prevent such an outcome from happening, while it simultaneously works to limit the United States from being able to come to Taiwan's defense. And the Chinese tools that will be used in that scenario will be everything from its land-based ballistic missiles targeting American carriers, its land-based ballistic missiles targeting American forward bases, as well as all its conventional military instruments to attack U.S. power projection forces that would be moving to Taiwan's aid. What is the United States to do in such circumstances? It has one of three choices. One is it can decide that the business of attempting to protect Taiwan has simply become too dangerous operationally. And so it changes its political objectives. That is, it cedes Taiwan to China. The second thing it could do would be to simply aim to defeat Chinese warfighting capabilities through local battles that do not attempt to reach and touch the Chinese homeland. And the third thing it can do is to conclude that it will be impossible to defend Taiwan purely through defensive actions alone. And therefore, there has to be some measure of offensive conventional operations that target the Chinese homeland. There is every likelihood that the United States will not do the first. That is, it will not cede Taiwan to China for political reasons. There is every likelihood that the United States will conclude that it cannot do the second. That is, it cannot protect Taiwan adequately through purely defensive means. And therefore, it is compelled to go to option three, which is to protect Taiwan and all its other Asian allies by including in its strategic mix at least some at conventional attacks on the Chinese homeland. Chilling. That's a uh, excerpt from my documentary film Crouching Tiger, which I did in 2015. All 10 episodes are up on YouTube. Uh, that's episode four, which talks about uh, the possible inevitability of war with uh, China, communist China, over Taiwan. And um, within that episode, um, I also talk about the the strategic value of Taiwan and why 
um, it's likely to be such a flashpoint between uh, the U.S. and China. Remember, that was back um, in 2015. And um, regrettably, I, I have this nasty habit of uh, writing books and having my predictions come true uh, some years later. For example, in 2006, I predicted China would inflict the world with a pandemic that would kill millions. Laughed at at the time. Uh, true today. Um, what I'm going to do um, in this show today, in the first part of the show, I'm going to go through uh, this whole issue of Taiwan, Pelosi's trip and all that, and talk a little bit about what that means. Um, and then this day being such an important day uh, with regard to election integrity with primaries, uh, particularly in Arizona, Arizona, and Arizona, we're going to do uh, the rest of the show talking about uh, those races and how Arizona really is the railhead, uh, not just for the election integrity issue, uh, but also, uh, interestingly enough, and this is the only place you're going to hear this, um, it was the, the, the November 3rd and the Arizona call by Fox was the beginning of what has been a steady movement away from Trump and Trumpism by the Fox News Corporation. I'm Peter K. Navarro, uh, honored as always to be in uh, for Stephen K. Bannon. Uh, Steve's War Room uh, today uh, is entering, I think, uh, yet another exciting new phase of the War Room. I'm here today because Steve's on the road as we speak, getting ready to take uh, this tremendous show uh, on the road. Steve's going to be going out uh, to uh, the battlegrounds in this election, uh, and he'll be reporting live and talking to people out there, so you can really look forward uh, to that. <clears throat> Let me um, address now this 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 whole issue um, of Taiwan. I have behind me uh, my my good friend Vladimir and my other good friend Xi Jinping. And it really, it was at a meeting like this where um, these two ruthless authoritarian dictators uh, made their devil's bargain uh, essentially to support their revanchist dreams. Revanchism being a word that describes how uh, old empires try to recapture their glory uh, by reclaiming territory. Uh, that used to be part um, of their empire. And the deal that Xi Jinping and Vladimir Putin made was simply that if Vladimir wanted to attack Ukraine and try to grab uh, some or all of that, Xi Jinping would uh, not not condemn it. Uh, and back backstory would do everything he could uh, to make sure Vladdy got uh, kind of what he wanted. And in exchange, Putin would be there to have Xi Jinping's back um, when uh, Xi Jinping made his move on uh, the Ukraine of the South China Sea, which is Taiwan. This, uh, this Crouching Tiger documentary is really interesting. I had a great time doing it. Uh, when I do my documentary films, I, I, I learn a lot because what I did was I interviewed over 30 experts on China. And um, you saw in that clip, Ashley Tellis, who is like uh, 
I mean, the guy would have been <laughs> in the Trump administration from the outset, except like far too many of the Washington establishment uh, early on um, in the Republican primary, Tellus made some intemperate remarks about Trump and disqualified himself. But I love that guy. He's, he's really smart. And, and he went through the logic of why war may be inevitable uh, with China over Taiwan. The other guy that, that I think he was probably my favorite interviewing in that film was John Mearsheimer, um, who is one of the sharpest intellects on the planet. And um, he describes, again, the inevitability of war with communist China. I mean, I hope that <laughs> both of them are wrong. But the problem we have here is um, if you go back to, um, to World War II and you looked at the Japanese strategy, basically, to uh, defeat the Americans, it was basically to project power out to uh, these island chains uh, where they could establish uh, fortresses and, and Americans would have to fight their way uh, to the Japan, Japanese homeland in order uh, to conquer Japan. And um, if not for a, a failed Pearl Harbor strategy, which, which kind of where the fleet was out and they missed kind of their main targets, Japan might have actually succeeded um, in that. What, what we have with... Um, China now is we have kind of a, 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 a Japanese strategy in that we are able to contain China. They hate that word, but that's the reality uh, by holding China in with what's called the first and second island chains. And the first and island chain, the midpoint of that, if you look on a map, is Taiwan and it swings around to Japan one way and the Philippines on the other way. And if you remember during World War II, these, they had bloody, bloody battles um, over the Philippines um, and to a lesser extent Taiwan um, in terms of control. So um, what that clip from Crouching Tiger talks about, it, it's up on YouTube, by the way, all 10 episodes, it's free, you never charge anything, no ads, nothing like that. Um, but what, what, we learn from that documentary film is that if China were to grab Taiwan, it would basically break the first island chain. What that what what they would do would be to move the hundred yard a hundred miles across the Taiwan Strait to the island of Taiwan using their their engineering. Uh, they would turn that basically into an outward facing port. And from there, they would begin the process of being able to, to break through the second island chain, which includes things like Guam, uh, and, and, and project power all the way out uh, to Hawaii. Um, and the U.S. military, the U.S. Navy, is deathly afraid of that. Um, and the problem we have is we've got a really flawed strategy, what China is doing is using what's called asymmetric warfare. In other words, they can take a million-dollar missile and kill a billion-dollar U.S. aircraft carrier, right? I mean, they, 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 what the Chinese affectionately call American aircraft carriers um, in, in Chinese is targets. And so uh, the, the Pelosi trip um, 
was very ill-considered in in this sense. When I was in the White House with President Trump, he clearly understood the value of Taiwan as a strategic asset. He clearly was committed to the defense of Taiwan, but he never poked the bear. It's a subject that never or barely came up with Xi Jinping, and if it did, Trump just moved on. He, he kind of made it clear to Xi Jinping, it's like, just leave that alone. And, and Xi Jinping did. Um, and, and so we had uh, peace in Trump's time. You know, the problem with Biden, of course, is that the weakness he's shown in Afghanistan uh, and, and elsewhere around the world has opened up to uh, Xi, uh, Xi Jinping an opportunity um, to, to basically go for Taiwan. And the problem we have is now the China hawks in China, they have those too, um, who want to take a hard line on Taiwan and just go over and grab it, um, have been emboldened by the whole situation. So Pelosi comes up with this idea to go there. She's, she's poked the bear now. Biden has to have her back, otherwise he loses face. And it's one of those things where this is how wars happen, okay? They spiral out of control. Now, uh, the odds of the Chinese shooting down Pelosi's plane um, are not zero. And, th- and therein lies the problem in the tail. Um, my own view is that it'll be a lot easier for Pelosi to get to the island than to get off the island. And if, if a Chinese military escort shows up as she, on her way out or even shoots down her plane, um, the odds are not zero. Okay, the, they may be small, they may be minuscule, but they are not zero. And as Steve Bannon always says, um, the Chinese are the most rational people in the world until they aren't. And so we have a situation again of Biden's making. This never would have happened in the Trump administration. Um, this is a very, very dangerous time. The Taiwan, I, I love the Taiwanese people. I love the democracy there. This is, this is something critical, both to the economy and the national security of the world. Uh, but through the recklessness and fecklessness of Joe Biden and Nancy Pelosi, we have now put that island in perhaps the greatest risk it's been in um, in a very long time. I'm Peter Navarro, in for Stephen K. Bannon. Uh, we'll be back. Uh, and we're going to the railhead of Arizona uh, when we get back. You know what's never good? When your nation's supposed authority on economic policy completely misses the flashing red lights of impending inflation. Now, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen has finally admitted, quote, there's been an unanticipated and large shocks to the economy that have boosted energy and food prices and supply bottlenecks that affected our economy badly that I didn't, at the time, fully understand, end quote. You know who understands the real threat of inflation? People who invested in gold and silver with Birch Gold Group. They're protecting their savings from a highly turbulent economy by diversifying their 401k or IRA into gold, physical gold. It's not too late for you to take action now. Text 
Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 and get a free info kit on diversifying and protecting your savings with precious metals. With an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, countless five-star reviews, and thousands of satisfied customers, text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 and get the real help from Birch Gold today. Again, text Bannon to 989898 to claim your free, no-obligation information kit on protecting your savings with gold. Navarro in leg irons for simply doing his constitutional duty. Now they want to put Peter in prison for standing up for Donald Trump. Please go to Amazon right now and order Taking Back Trump's America to help fund Peter's legal defense. Taking Back Trump's America provides a critical MAGA blueprint to put Trump back in the White House in 2024. Buy Taking Back Trump's America on Amazon today. If they can put Peter Navarro in prison, they can come for all of us. The Fox News Decision Desk is calling Arizona for Joe Biden. That is a big get for the Biden campaign. It's also signals that it's a good night for Mark Kelly, the Democratic Senate candidate against Martha McSally there. But Biden picking up Arizona changes the math. And it is the first of the night that goes into the column of somebody else's bucket that they thought last time uh, was going to hold on to Arizona. There was a lot of effort spent by the Trump campaign uh, to get to Arizona, to play there, to have ads there. And we are calling now the former vice president. If you look at the race to 270 electoral votes, Joe Biden is ticking closer at 218 to 148. And it breaks apart that Sunbelt strategy. Uh, if you've got Arizona going to Biden and Florida, at least, is the one that we know of so far in the rest of that Sun Belt uh, area. Uh, we also have called. Peter K. Navarro in for Stephen K. Bannon. Uh, look, the um, Taking Back Trump's America book um, is important in the sense that it's not just about taking back the Trump White House in 2024. It's a necessary, necessary first step to grab the House of Representatives from the clutches of Nancy Pelosi, who has weaponized the investigatory powers in an illegal manner of the House for really, in my judgment, the primary purpose of preventing Donald Trump from getting elected in 2024 for president. And we saw... One of the one of the key stories in the Taking Back Trump's America book is about how in 2018 uh, a number of the uh, <laughs> dimwits, let's call them for what they were, um, in the White House who were guiding strategy, like the Kushner Stepien team, for example, um, made the strategic miscalculation at the prodding of Mitch McConnell to focus more on the Senate than the House races. And it was a tragic, tragic decision because it led to the loss of the House of Representatives in 2018. And that in turn allowed Pelosi, Schiff, Raskin, and those scoundrels to weaponize the investigatory powers of Congress. Just so you know, War Room people, uh, Congress has the power to investigate, but not for criminal purposes like they're doing now with Donald Trump, only to pursue a legislative function. And what what 
Pelosi and Raskin and Schiff did with their investigations, with their phony impeachments, was whittle away and chip away um, at the greatest president in modern history. And it took its toll, the nicks and cuts of a blade. And so we can't let that happen again. And, and what I do in the Taking Back Trump's America book is lay out the mistake of the past and identify a way forward. And what I'm going to do um, in this block, we call it the B block now, and then in the next block, the help of Ben Burkwam, I'm going to talk to you about why Arizona, uh, which has its primary as we speak, um, is the railhead, the railhead of this whole issue of election integrity. And it's the railhead also, um, and you, you'll only hear this on the war room, it's the railhead of the loss of the Fox News Corporation uh, or the defection uh, from the Trump camp over completely to the Rhino camp. It's been a long, slow slide with Fox News Corporation, but that slide began the moment Brett Baer prematurely and wrongly and inaccurately called Arizona for Joe Biden hours before the polls closed in Arizona. Now, there's a lot of things wrong with what Brett Baer did. And he was, I'm going to assume he was just a mouthpiece and parrot for something made at a, at a decision desk somewhere up the chain. And I don't know how far it went up into the executive suite. But that decision that was called by Brett Baer suppressed, suppressed the Trump vote. This is a well-known problem. If you call a race before the polls are closed, then people stay home. What's the point of going? Oh, my guy lost. No reason to go. What we know now beyond any reasonable doubt, first of all, the election was decided only by 12,000 votes. And that's, that's, <laughs> that's too close to call. You, you can't. You can't call that hours before and think that you did something smart and right. No, 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 Brett. No, no, you can't do that, Fox. But they did it. So that was the beginning um, of, in November 3rd, of what was a quest in Arizona for the truth. And it began um, for me uh, in Thanksgiving of that year uh, where I went and did what was going to be three a three-volume report. I called it the Navarre Report. It's um, I'm going to show you a couple of slides now for the podcast. I'll talk you through it. But um, the, the original report was the Immaculate Deception. You can download this for free at PeterNavarro.com, PeterNavarro.com. And what I, what I found was it wasn't just fraud. It was these other five dimensions of election irregularities uh, that were involved. Um, and in the second volume of the report uh, called The Art of the Steel, I showed that the Democrat strategy was very, very simple. It was, on the one hand, dramatically increase the amount of absentee ballots, which would facilitate the flow of illegal ballots into the count, at the same time that you decreased the scrutiny of the ballots. In other words, there'd be more ballots coming in and you'd look at less of them to check their signatures and other kinds of things. So 
Um, that was that, that was the, the second. And then in the third volume of the report, um, I present kind of the, the receipts that Steve likes to call them, the numbers. And uh, this whole thing was based on court cases, affidavits and declarations, news stories, raw data, expert testimonies, and study. And my friends, to date, the Navarro Report, uh, histor- as an historic document, really is the definitive work on a stolen election. And what's interesting to me is that um, the, the mass media out there has tried to they, they, not to mention it, and yet they never su- have successfully critiqued it. And it, it's now a bookends with two movies. Um, one is uh, Rigged, that Dave Bossy did, great movie, and then the other is 2,000 Mules. What I proved as possible in the Navarro Report, the, those two movies demonstrate now as fact. And if you go um, to the kinds of election irregularities that we saw in this fountainhead, the railhead, of Arizona, it was again not just fraud; it was ballot mishandling, what I called contestable process files, equal protection clause violations, um, and uh, and other things. And what the most important slide I'll show you is is simply this. And this was the same for all six battleground states. It's basically I uncovered uh, uh, around two hundred and fifty thousand possible illegal votes. Uh, when the alleged Biden victory margin was only about 11,000 votes, which gives you a, a margin of error, a greater margin of victory of 24 times. There was just, there was just a, an ocean of possible illegal ballots there. And the picture behind me here, this was where uh, the, the Concord Bridge, as Steve likes to call it, in Arizona, where the state legislature made a run at doing a recount and a canvas um, that that basically got destroyed by the interference um, and heavy handedness and bullying and coercion of Merrick Garland, um, the uh, attorney general of the United States, who threatened anybody in the state of Arizona who dared uh, contest the results um, with um, jail. Uh, essentially. And, but, but out of that came proof, proof um, that Trump won the election. Um, Just in one finding alone, 50,000 ghost voters voting absentee. And the ghost vote, the absentees went two thirds to three quarters uh, for Biden. And if you simply throw those ballots out as you should, according to that analysis, um, that would be a vote swing in favor of Trump of about 30,000 votes, which would wipe out the alleged victory margin. And that's just one small parameter. But out of this this whole effort, um, over time, there emerged heroes. Uh, these were people who are now on the ballot today who we have to get help get elect. Uh, it, 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 for me, the tip of the spear is Mark Fincham. He's running for secretary of state. Mark has to win tonight. Uh, he was one of the first to go after these issues. If he's Secretary of State, we'll get to the bottom. But there's others, um, Carrie Lake and Blake Masters on the ballot. Carrie for governor, Blake for Senate. 
Um, we're going to talk about these races when we get back. We're going to have Ben Burkwam, one of the great reporters um, of this network, um, out in the field doing what he does best, giving us solid reporting from the field. I'm Peter Navarro, in for Stephen K. Bannon. Uh, we'll be right back with Ben Burkwam and continue the story of Arizona, which is so critical as it goes to the polls today. Are you feeling frustrated and powerless in the face of sky-high inflation? Well, here's what you can do about it. Take a minute and go to my website, preparewithbannon.com. That's preparewithbannon.com. You'll find what I call inflation-fighting food. Now, what is that? This is a long-term storage food, the kind that stays fresh for up to 25 years. Well, it not only stays fresh, it stays affordable. You see, at today's prices, this food works out to around $3 a meal per person. Let me repeat that. $3 a meal per person. But years from now, when food prices are sky high, you'll be eating well for only $3 a meal. In other words, you lock in affordable food for years to come. And right now, you'll save 150 bucks on a three-month emergency food kit when you go to preparewithbannon.com. That's preparewithbannon.com. These three-month kits with My Patriot Supply are in stock and ship fast with free shipping. This is an investment that will pay dividends for years to come. Go to preparewithbannon.com right now. That's preparewithbannon.com. Take action. Do it today. Put Peter Navarro in leg irons for simply doing his constitutional duty. Now they want to put Peter in prison for standing up for Donald Trump. Please go to Amazon right now and order Taking Back Trump's America to help fund Peter's legal defense. Taking Back Trump's America provides a critical MAGA blueprint to put Trump back in the White House in 2024. Buy Taking Back Trump's America on Amazon today. If they can put Peter Navarro in prison, they can come for all of us. Rather, Arizona, we'll have to wait and see. Um, at this point, the president uh, is still trailing. Fox News has already called Arizona. That's caused a lot of heartburn mm -hmm. in the Republican Party. But I did check in with our uh, decision desk earlier today, and they are not wavering. They say that uh, our call in Arizona is right, which puts them at 264. And if Biden wins at this point with 264, any of the three states I've talked about, Nevada, Pennsylvania, Georgia, he goes over the top. Chris Wallace. Uh Schadenfreude, boy, when he, when he jumped to CNN, uh, it was like everybody went about time. What took you so long, Chris? <laughs> he goes over there to, to head, head the CNN plus live streaming union, unit, like the, the CNN equivalent of Fox Nation, and he's there like a nanosecond, and they cancel the damn thing. And so now he's without his, like, little Fox megaphone. I mean, that guy... Taking Back Trump's America has, has a long set of chapters on, on the Fox culture and, and the mainstream media and, and how uh, so much of it was anti-Trump. But if there was anybody who did more damage than Chris Wallace at the Fox News Corporation to Donald Trump, I don't know 
um, who it was. And that Arizona call, I mean, Wallace reiterates the fact that this was a call that was made before the polls were closed and it wound up suppressing Trump voters. And what a news organization is never supposed to do is influence the outcome of an election on Election Day. And that's exactly what Fox did. Arizona is the railhead of this election issue today. It's Election Day in the state of Arizona. And we're going to go live right now. The Ben Burkwam boots on the ground like the war room always does. Uh, and Ben, um, give us kind of a, a chessboard look at what's going on and what you're up to uh, today and tonight. Hey, Peter. Yeah, you know, the, the it's interesting you bring up that clip from Chris Wallace. I was here in 2020 for the election. I was here election night covering the election. And I was asked that question when we were doing our special Real America's Voice News coverage when they said Fox has already called it. And I was dumbfounded. I mean, I, I literally I, I, they said, what, how can you what do you make of that? And I said, I, I can't explain it. I've been on the ground. The the uh, numbers were coming out. We were doing uh, polling uh, at, uh as people were coming out and and it was three to one Trump and to, to call it based on the mail-in ballots just was shocking to me. And I was here for nine days after that covering the uh, the investigation into that and the continuation of the counts. And I had people that were working in the Maricopa election office, which is just a few miles away from me here in Scottsdale, that were coming out saying they're telling us to accept everything. They're, they're saying that the signatures don't match at all. They'll have a signature and then just a line or an X on a piece of paper. And they're being told to catch ev- to count everything. And that's one of the, the stories. You know, we get off on the uh, the machines, which we obviously need to. The machines can be hacked. We know that now. Uh, we talk about these pens. I had somebody bring one out another one of these felt pens. If you guys remember Sharpie Gate from 2020, they said they're still using these Sharpies. They, they, they tried to use it today and it bled through. So they ended up using their own ballpoint pen and they wanted me to see the actual Sharpie they were given. But all of this, if you di- take one thing out of the equation, and that's signature verification going from 3% to under 1% in Arizona, around 0.1%. That changed the outcome of the election. There was so much fraud, so much evidence of fraud. And even to this day, you still have the mainstream media ignoring it. I was with Carrie Lake all morning. Uh, we were down at the election, her, the polling place where she actually went in and cast her vote this morning. We're at the location where she'll be speaking tonight. Uh, and I believe Blake Masters, Masters will be joining us over here later tonight as well. Uh, there's still still lying about that. The mainstream media, they're attacking Carrie Lake for even having the to, to question the elections for 2022 when we still haven't gotten to the bottom of 2020. And as you mentioned, it really goes back to propaganda media like Fox News suppressing voter turnout to push push an agenda. And, and, and even beyond that, not even if people didn't show up to the polls, once you make that call, once you say this person has it, it's very difficult to undo that. And they know that. And so this is one of those things why it's so critical that we get we get these things early on. The, the, the dilemma right now for most voters in Arizona that I'm talking to is one of uh, seeing how bad Joe Biden and the Democrats have destroyed this country from within. That's a good thing to see that. It's terrible for our country, but at least people are waking up to it. But there's still a lot of concern about the potentials for fraud in this election as well. 
One thing that we do know, though, if we get Mark Fincham, we get Kerry Lake, we get Blake Masters and Abe Hamaday in there, you're talking about a MAGA ticket, folks that will actually go in there. Mark Fincham will change it to where you don't get this massive vote by mail. They're talking about one day of voting, uh, vote in person with ID, certain things that could change the outcome for 2024 critically. So that's why today is so important. And that's that was Kerry Lake's message to me. If you haven't voted yet and you're in Arizona, you must get out and vote. If you're a MAGA uh, supporter, you must get out and vote. Take a friend, take a family member, make it that important. You, th this is make it or break it for the country. As Arizona goes, so goes the rest of the nation. Yeah, this is game day, and I, I think one of the reasons why Fox has been so adamant about suppressing any discussion um, of the election results is they, they really don't want to be caught um, with that Arizona call. And I was talking about it earlier. I, I'm, it's not clear how it happened. Brett Baer was effectively the mouthpiece originally for the call, but he was relying um, on the election desk somewhere in the bowels of the organization. We don't know whether it went up to the executive suites. Uh, but, but for me, that was clearly <clears throat> the beginning of the end of the Roger Ailes Fox, the beginning of the end of the Fox News Corporation that supported Trumpism, MAGA, and true Trump Republicanism. And um, it's, it's a situation now where, uh, as you said, everything they're doing um, is to deny a fair count. And Fincham is in the crosshairs of the liberal media as well as Fox now. They're trying to make him look like an extremist, which he is not. Uh, and Carrie Lake, they, they, they slash and burn her anytime they can. Blake's been able to kind of be a little bit under the radar because that's a crowded field. Uh, but what what uh, have you been visiting uh, polling places? Where, where where are you physically? Are you in Phoenix today? Where have you been, and was, what can yep. you tell us more about boots on the ground? Yeah. Yeah, so one of the things you'll notice in primaries is the turnout tends to be lower, uh, obviously. The But what we've seen all across the country is Republican turnout is uh, is is significantly higher than Democrats. What will be interesting about this, this election in particular today is – uh, the Roe versus Wade impact. If you get Democrats showing up, that's the, you know, they had nothing to talk about before. That really was, they were the happiest people when Roe versus Wade got overturned because they actually had something to campaign on. We'll see that. The numbers were still pretty small. I was in Paradise Valley earlier today. Now I'm back in Scottsdale, uh, down in Phoenix a little bit earlier as well. Uh, and, and most of the people that are coming in are bringing in uh, vote by mail ballots that they're just dropping off. Uh, you're not seeing the big lines that you see during a general election going out the doors. But we are seeing where, where the energy is, is for the MAGA candidates. And this is really the battle. And I actually want to point out uh, a couple things, too, about you. You know, January 6th was all about that as well. It was about covering up the election fraud. They wanted that to happen. Uh, and Nancy Pelosi, the real question that needs to be asked is, what did Nancy Pelosi know? When did she know it? And instead of doing that, instead of uncovering the fraud, they're going after people like you and Steve Bannon and the, the patriots of this nation and allowing this country to be destroyed from within. The battle, though, here today is between MAGA and the establishment. And you see, you know, you've got uh, uh, folks coming out that are are voting for the establishment, these, these last minute endorsements coming out. And I've been talking to people on the ground at the polling locations and 
the, the answer I keep getting over and over is, if anything, that just makes me want to vote for Carrie Lake more or Blake Masters more or Mark Fincham more. They say we don't trust the rhino Republicans, the establishment Republicans. And we're seeing that all across the city. Everywhere I go, I'm hearing the same narrative. They're done with the establishment GOP. They want the MAGA GOP. President Trump, the reason they people love President Trump was because he wasn't a politician. He's just a, a, a dang good representative who put the American people first. And that's what they want. That's what they see in Kerry Lake. That's what they see in Mark Fincham. That's what they see in Blake Masters, Abe Hamaday, and along the line. That's what they want. The, the Republican, conservative Republicans, that's what they want. And as long as the establishment Republicans keep pushing down this road, they're going to continue to lose voters. It'll be interesting to see, though, that that's the vote today. Establishment yeah. versus MAGA. That's what's at stake in Arizona. Well, the uh, Ben, what, what's interesting to me is is whether Arizona is going to look like the Arizona I think it's going to look like. It's, it's, it's a red state, a MAGA state, a pure Trump state, a state where Trump actually won that election uh, by a significant margin, or whether it's going to look like like the Georgia that we saw um, just a few weeks ago in their primary, where the uh, Rhino Republicans uh, basically uh, won the day. Unfortunately, there the problem, you know, for for our audience, Ben, um, what we have in Arizona is a, a, a strongly entrenched McCain. Republicanism. And right. when McCain was still That's alive right. and I was in the White House, I'd have to fight him all the time on both issues of, of fair trade as well as, su surprise to me, buy American, hire American. He was always trying to kill aspects of the Trump agenda, which, which basically support black, brown, and blue collar Americans, secure borders, and things like that. And that McCain Republicanism in bed with the Democrats in Arizona uh, were the ones who didn't not only pave the way um, to steal that election, but then suppress the results uh, thereafter. So um, I'll give you the last uh, word on this. We got about uh, yeah, a minute and a half left, Ben. Um, tell us how you, how you predict what's going to happen tonight and what the rest of your night's going to look like. Well, you're right. Uh, Cindy McCain is still behind a lot of this. We're, we're being told by the surrogates, the folks that are coming out on the establishment side, that is still the that where the money's coming from. A lot of that is that establishment, rhino republicanism. The big difference between here and Georgia is the border. Uh, the folks that live in Arizona know the disaster that the southern border is to their community and to the state in general. The, 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 the Republicans that uh, like do Ducey, pretending to care about the border, but doing virtually nothing to stop it. They're sick and tired of that. That's it's going to be a referendum tonight. My my view is it's going to be a referendum on rhino republicanism, on do nothing republicanism, uh, as as Carrie Lake calls them, do nothing Ducey, and it's going to be a MAGA sweep. That's what I believe we'll see outside of some election shenanigans. That's what I believe we'll see. And I think uh, and, and this is the second. We'll, we'll be covering yeah. it wall to wall. So just stay tuned. Real this will be the will second be again. I'll be with Carrie Lake a little bit later. Yeah, this will be the second most important one, because after we get that sweep and we really have to roll up our sleeves um, for the general election, because that's that's going to be right. um, a, a battle uh, royale. Uh, ben Burkwam, you delivered right. once again. Uh, keep doing what you're doing. I'm sure Steve will have you on uh, tomorrow morning to uh, to report results. Uh, but in the meantime, uh, stay safe out there. 
uh, and keep doing what you're doing. Uh, I'm Peter K. Navarro in for Stephen K. Bannon. Stephen, Stephen K. Bannon's out, heading out on a, a road trip for the ages, uh, and um, he'll be with you tomorrow. Uh, and I'll be right back with the D block, and we're going to finish this um, Arizona Fox Railhead issue. With the recent rulings from the Supreme Court, it's worth mentioning that these wins didn't happen on their own. It took the support of companies like Patriot Mobile, who have passionately fought on behalf of the unborn and your constitutional rights. Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative mobile phone provider. and They have been on the front lines fighting for your values. This is why Patriot Mobile is different from every other provider out there. Inflation has made it really hard on many Americans. Thankfully, Patriot Mobile has plans for almost any budget, and they offer the same nationwide coverage as all the major carriers. So you get the same great service, plus the knowledge that your money is going to a company fighting for the sanctity of life, religious freedom, and your Second Amendment. Go to PatriotMobile.com. That's all one word. PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon or call 972-PATRIOT. That's 972-P-A-T-R-I-O-T. 972-PATRIOT. Use the offer code Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to get the free activation. If you're a veteran or first responder, please let them know because they have special discounts for you. Come join our movement and make the switch today. PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. Or call 972-PATRIOT. Support this company that supports your values. Do this today. Action, action, action. Peter Navarro in leg irons for simply doing his constitutional duty. Now they want to put Peter in prison for standing up for Donald Trump. Please go to Amazon right now and order Taking Back Trump's America to help fund Peter's legal defense. Taking Back Trump's America provides a critical MAGA blueprint to put Trump back in the White House in 2024. Buy Taking Back Trump's America on Amazon today. If they can put Peter Navarro in prison, they can come for all of us. It's a big development. Yeah. The Fox News Decision Desk is calling Arizona for Joe Biden. That is a big get for the Biden campaign. It's also signals that it's a good night for Mark Kelly, the Democratic Senate candidate against Martha McSally there. But Biden picking up Arizona changes the math. And it is the first of the night that goes into the column of somebody else's bucket that they thought last time uh, was going to hold on to Arizona. There was a lot of effort spent by the Trump campaign uh, to get to Arizona, to play there, to have ads there. And we are calling now the former vice president. If you look at the race to 270 electoral votes, Joe Biden is ticking closer at 218 to 148. And it breaks apart that Sunbelt strategy. Uh, if you've got Arizona going to Biden and Florida, at least is the one that we know of so far in the rest of that Sunbelt uh, area. Uh, we also have called. Arizona, the railhead of the stolen election, there's, there's no question knowing what we know now 
that the alleged 11,000 vote victory margin of Joe Biden in the Arizona race is a shimmer. The odds of Joe Biden having won that race with legal ballots um, is slim to none and, and slim just left town. Um, this is the this is the essence of the study I did early on in the Navarro report. You can read it at peternavarro.com for free. Um, this is the essence of the rigged movie by Dave Bossy and 2,000 Mules. And the problem we face is that the corporate media is funded by the very same people historically opposed to Donald Trump. If you think about it, the corporate media is funded by the multinational corporations that love to offshore our jobs and have an open border. Why? Because the most important thing that the big multinational corporations crave is cheap labor, whether it's cheap labor in the sweatshops of communist China or whether it's cheap labor that comes across our southern border and is bust uh, to your town. Um, what that does for the corporations is suppress wages and boost their profits. What that does for black, brown, and blue-collar Americans is suppress their wages and lead to a lower standard of living. And Donald Trump, I mean, the essence of MAGA, Make America Great Again, populist economic nationalism, is really, and I talk about this at length in the Taking Back Trump's America book, the iron triangle, the iron triangle of MAGA. It's secure borders, it's an end to endless war, and above all, and this is where I was in the White House as the tip of the spear, fair trade. And it's all about onshoring production. And the corporate media, whether they're left or right, doesn't matter. CNN all the way over to Fox, their bread and butter are those corporations, whether it's Walmart or Ford or GM, whoever it is, they make money by offshoring our jobs. And the other, of course, big part of the equation is big pharma. And, and the reason why we have Fauci relatively unscathed in the corporate media, even as the rest of America thinks he's a loathsome little gnome who caused the pandemic, is because they protect him so that Pfizer can make obscene profits forcing us with their vaccinations. It's a scam and a game. And that was the beginning. That what what came out of Brett Baer's mouth that day, that night on November third of election night, was the beginning of the end of Fox News's support for Donald Trump. And it's been a long, slow, steady slide down where now they don't cover Trump rallies. They don't let Trump surrogates like me on the air to discuss issues. And the only people that they put on the air from the old Trump administration are the, 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 the Kudlows and McEnanies of the world who have criticized Donald Trump over Jan 6 or the Pompeos of this world who they see as viable candidates who will criticize Trump when the time comes uh, during the presidential primaries. But that 
That was the beginning right there, coming out of Brett Bear's mouth, and it was wrong. It's time for Fox News and Brett Bear to admit they were wrong. They, they, they can claim, okay, they can go ahead and claim, well, Biden won the election. It was an 11,000 vote margin, which is well within the margin of error. There's no way you could call that election hours before. And by the way, Brett, by the way, the words that came out of your mouth made people who were going to vote for Trump stay home. Was it 11,000, 20,000, 5,000, 30,000? I don't know. But what I do know is that when you take all the ghost voters and all the fraud and all the people who they stuffed the ballot box with, Trump won that election. And they are deathly afraid of finding out. And I, I say with the great fondness for the people of Arizona today, the decision you are making today in this primary for MAGA folks like Carrie Lake, for Governor Blake Masters for Senate, and in my judgment, most important, Mark Fincham for Secretary of State. These are the choices that Arizona can make as the railhead of election integrity issues that will get us to the truth. And once we get MAGA folks in, in Arizona, and we find out what that truth was, as Steve Bannon always likes to say, one falls, they all fall. Peter K. Navarro in for Stephen K. Bannon. He will back be back with you tomorrow morning, 10 a.m. Eastern Time, in the War Room. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. And do it again. WARROOM HEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there, do it today. Check it out. They put Peter Navarro in leg irons for simply doing his constitutional duty. Now they want to put Peter in prison for standing up for Donald Trump. Please go to Amazon right now and order Taking Back Trump's America to help fund Peter's legal defense. Taking Back Trump's America provides a critical MAGA blueprint to put Trump back in the White House in 2024. Buy Taking Back Trump's America on Amazon today.
If they can put Peter Navarro in prison, they can come for all of us.